0: Why do I stand up here? Anybody? To feel taller? No. Thank you for playing, Mr. Dalton. I stand upon my desk to remind myself that we must constantly look at things in a different way. This movie quote was by John Keating, played by Robin Williams in the movie Dead Poets Society. Folks, have you ever been in a situation in your life where you're making progress in taking 10 steps forward but somehow gets pushed back eight steps. It's like you're making efforts to move forward, but life somehow knocks you back a few steps and you can't figure out why. There's another quote I wanna share. Vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision just passes the time. Vision with action can change the world. This quote was by Joel A. Barker. This quote really resonates with me because you can't be impactful without having both components. In today's episode, I'm going to share the magic of looking at things differently. Where does the magic start? How do you create momentum? Real magic starts when you meet in the middle. What do I mean by that? Stay tuned to find out. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Ye, This show is about how you can thrive. It's when you build success in alignment with your mind, body, and soul. I created this podcast to give you perspectives and frameworks on how to strengthen your mindset and gain clarity in your purpose. It's time for you to live an extraordinary life with vision that you design. Let's get to work. Hi folks, Welcome back to episode 25 of the Boom Vision Podcast. The title of today's topic is Real Magic Starts When You Meet in the Middle. This statement came up during a recent coaching call with someone that you might know, Kate Mahoney, the supplement expert. If you haven't heard that interview yet, I invited Kate to the Boom Vision Podcast in episode 22, where she shared her wisdom about the supplement world. After recording that interview, we built this friendship and now I'm her business and transformation coach. In a most recent session, I was describing to her that when you're moving towards your vision, you need to do both the inner work and outer work simultaneously. You need to do both because that's when the magic really starts happening. Real magic happens when you meet in the middle. So let's dive right in and what that means. The first concept I want to share is tailwinds versus headwinds. When you're evaluating a business or an investment opportunity, oftentimes we identify what are the tailwinds or headwinds that the business or specific project is encountering. If you don't know what that means, tailwinds is forces that is helping your project move forward. For example, If you have winds behind your sails of your boat, that tailwind will help you push forward in the direction you want to go. Now, headwinds, on the other hand, are forces that are going against you, things that might be slowing you down. Why I share this concept is that when you pause and take a look at your current situation, whether it's your business, your career, or your life, do you have a good assessment of what possible tailwinds or headwinds that are pushing for you and against you? Do you only look at one perspective, one path? Or are you zooming out to see if there's another path that might perhaps have lower resistance, not as much headwinds? So the second concept is inner work versus outer work. So what I described during that coaching session with Kate is that the inner work is the three core pillars of building a powerful mindset. It's imagination, voice, and intuition. What you see mentally, what you hear mentally, and what you feel internally, that's what creates your inner world that then amplifies to your outer reality. I talk about this extensively in episode 2, 3, and 4. The outer work is the soil, water, and sun. The soil is the environment that you're rooted in. Is it nurturing you and supporting your growth? or is it depleting your energy and hindering your growth? Water, are you watering your mind on a daily basis? Are you reading a page in a book, listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook? Something to help nurture your growth. And sun, where are you getting your sun rays from? What are you doing that makes your soul feel alive and full of joy? Are you giving yourself the permission and space to actually experience your sun rays. So why is it important that you need to do both? Let me give you an example. When people ask the type of coaching I do, what I tell them is I first listen to the language that people use because it gives me an understanding of not only their belief system, but also their limiting beliefs. When they tell me their vision, metaphorically, let's say they want to run the Boston Marathon, they wanna do Ironman, but the language they use is at the 5k level, then there's a gap. So then what I try to understand is, what's that root cause? Why are you not using and upgrading your language to a marathon level? Why is it stuck at the 5k level? So why is it important to be able to do the inner work in conjunction with the outer work? You don't want to do things that are conflicting. You don't want to create situations where you're creating both tailwinds and headwinds. I'll give you some examples. If you're focusing your energy on changing your inner voice, however, you're not cultivating the right soil, your environment around you, then guess what? If you're changing your inner voice for more positivity, and yet the people you're surrounding yourself with are not like-minded and they're always speaking negatively then that's countering. That's creating tailwinds and headwinds in your life. If you're consciously exercising and expanding your imagination, but you're not consistently watering your mind, you're not learning, you're not being a student of life, well, guess what? If you don't learn new things, hear different perspectives, start asking different questions, then it's going to inhibit or slow your progression and expanding your imagination. If you're strengthening your intuition, learning how your soul GPS is communicating with you, but you're not actively feeling your sun rays, if you don't prioritize doing things that bring joy to your life, then how do you know if your soul GPS is guiding you to a path of success that's in alignment with your soul? Happiness doesn't happen after you achieve success. I'm going to say that again. Happiness does not happen after you achieve success. You have to understand what your sun rays are and start experiencing them to get clarity in the coordinates that you're feeding your soul GPS. That way your intuition is guiding you towards the direction that's in alignment with your soul, your life's purpose. Do you see how everything is interconnected? And so for this next part, I want to share an IQ question. You guys know how much I love IQ questions. I remember this question from my friend that told me back in college when he was interviewing for a summer internship at one of the major tech companies in the Bay Area. And so the question was this, how do you test the efficiency of this plastic water bottle? Well, first, let's establish the purpose that this bottle serves. Is the purpose to hold water? Does it hold water efficiently? And so one way to find out is to fill up the bottle with water. Does it leak anywhere? If you turn it upside down, if you shake it, does the bottle leak? If you drop the water bottle, is there good durability? Or does it easily break? Then the interviewer asked my friend this. Is that the only way to test how effective this plastic water bottle holds water and so my friend thought for a moment and then he replied with this answer another way you can test the efficiency is by emptying the water bottle if you pour out the water and now it's filled with air and then you seal it you submerge the empty water bottle in a tub of water and when you submerge it you'll be able to see if air bubbles come up and if they do that means there are leaks and it's not efficient. And I remember when you shared this question and response to me, it always stuck in my mind. I was like, wow, that's a very different way of thinking about it. It's almost an opposite direction. And so there's two main reasons why I'm sharing this IQ question with you today, specifically in this topic. The first one is this, by asking a different question from an opposite direction, it may possibly lead to the answer you're looking for. If you can solve your problem from an opposite direction or angle, for example, instead of looking at top down, why don't you approach it by going bottom up? Do you arrive at the same answer? And if you don't, why not? And so the second reason why I'm sharing this IQ question is that have you ever heard of that statement where don't be attached to the outcome? I, I gotta be honest, I remember hearing this probably in my late 20s before, and I never understood why. What do you mean by that, right? If I really want the goal, if I have the intention, if I want to go after something, then I'm going to go after it. I want to keep it in top of mind. So what do you mean by don't attach to the outcome? And when I finally put two and two together, I really thought about the essence of this IQ question, but in a different way, because... If I replace the plastic water bottle, but instead it's my mind, instead of it filling up with water, what if I instead empty it? I let go of the attachment, I let go of the expectation of the outcome, but instead I submerge myself in the environment that I'm looking to be in. Then naturally, because of the lower atmospheric pressure inside my bottle, the environment will want to pour in. It will want to flow into the bottle and not away from it. So really visualize this. Let's exercise your imagination muscles. Visualize your mind being represented as a water bottle. Imagine being very clear on what you desire to hold inside your mind. What is it that you desire to manifest? And once you see that mental picture, once you feel what it's like to have it, let go of the attachment of the outcome. Let go of the expectation of the outcome. Clear and empty your mind, your bottle, and instead focus on your surrounding, the outer work. Focus on putting yourself in environments where what you seek will want to flow in you, will flow towards you. Do you understand the essence of what I'm trying to share with this analogy? I'll give you an example. Have you ever been in situations where let's say you've lost your keys? you've lost your phone or you're searching for that perfect partner. And for the life of you, you can't find it. It's not showing up. But once you give up from being frustrated or you take a break from it and you just walk away from the situation, all of a sudden it just shows up right in front of you. And you're like, how did this happen? If your mind is attached to the outcome, your thoughts have energy and weight and your mind will be heavier. It's not a lower atmospheric pressure like that empty water bottle. With a heavier mind, what you seek won't flow as easily towards you because you're not creating a space to attract it. But if you're clear in what you want to attract, and then you let go of the attachment of the outcome, you let go of that expectation, then guess what? It'll be easier to attract and flow into your life. And so the main takeaway for today's episode is that magic happens when you meet in the middle. Why I explain the concept of tailwinds versus headwinds is because I want you to have the awareness, the spatial awareness, the conscious awareness, and the spiritual awareness on whether you are only focusing on one direction. If you're focusing on just the inner work or outer work, By not doing both simultaneously to meet in the middle, the lack of action of one side can create an inadvertent headwind in your life. When you meet in the middle, beauty is in the middle. When you look at life from top down and bottom up, are you meeting in the same place? when you do that inner work and outer work, are you meeting in the same place? Because when you do that simultaneously, When you have clarity of what you want to attract, your intentions, and then you let go of that expectation so that you unattach yourself from the outcome, magic happens in that middle. In moments you least expect it, you will attract when you have clarity on what you want to come into your life. So with that said, what is this week's action steps? The first thing is I want you to identify something in your life that you feel a bit stuck. Something where you've taken 10 steps forward, but life knocks you back a few steps. Identify something in your business, in your career, in your life, that you want to break through. And once you've identified that thing, I want you to apply the CAL method, the C-A-L method. C stands for calm. Find a way that calms your mind, so you can turn off that wind tunnel that I mentioned in episode 2. Is it a breathing exercise? Is it meditation? Is it yoga? Is it running? Something that is simple, that is easy for you to do to calm your mind. And in that calm state, A stands for awareness. Bring awareness to what factors that might be pushing or pulling you in a direction that you're in. The one thing you identified in your calm state, ask yourself, is it external forces or is it internal forces? that's pushing you against the direction that you want to go. If you zoom out for a minute, are you approaching the problem at hand through just one perspective or can you approach it differently? Do you have an attachment to the outcome or can you learn to let that go? And L stands for language. Ask multi-directional questions. What do I mean by that? Do you use the language? Why is this happening to me versus Why is this happening for me? Are you using language like, What do I need to do to solve this problem? Versus, Who can I ask to help me to see this differently? You may have heard me mention this before, but it's usually difficult to read your own label when you're inside your own jar. It's not impossible, but it's quite difficult. So sometimes you need that outer perspective You need a third-party independent perspective to help you see things from a different angle. When you think about the outer work, the soil, the water, and the sun, learning does not have to be a solo journey. Do you remember that Walt Whitman quote? Be curious, not judgmental. Don't be hard on yourself. You can always ask for help. You just need to have the courage and willingness to raise your hand for help. And so, final thoughts for today's episode. I'd like to share a quote. And above all, watch with glittering eyes the whole world around you because the greatest secrets are always hidden in the most unlikely places. Those who don't believe in magic will never find it. This quote was by Roald Dahl. Folks, I hope with today's topic and action steps, you gain a different perspective on how to create magic in your life. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. This quote was by Albert Einstein. What can you do differently to help you move past, move around, move over or move under the roadblock that you might be currently facing? By working on both your inner work and outer work together, you are giving yourself the space and breathing room for magic to spark in your life. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram, at Benjamin Ye, or leave me a comment and review if you resonate with today's episode. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself. Be in the light. Be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision Podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me and this podcast, head over to benjaminyeh.com. That's spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-Y-E-H dot com. If you haven't already, click subscribe and I'll catch you next time.